Hey friends, welcome to the By His Grace podcast. This is Misty Phillip. And today I'm talking about one of my favorite subjects. For those of you who know, I wrote The Struggle is Real, But So is God, which is all about overcoming the struggles in life. And it's a Bible study and it talks about God's word and what it means to overcome. So my friend Tawana has taken the overcoming theme a step further and she started a sisterhood of empowerment and gathering called Miss Overcomer. So I'm excited to bring her on the show today to talk about what it means to overcome and she shares her organization with us. I know you're going to love it as much as I do. Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually. With podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff, you can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app. This episode is brought to you by Miss Overcomer, a global mentoring sisterhood that empowers women of faith to lead with courage and calling and maximize their unique ability and God-given purpose. Join Miss Overcomer in Nashville, Tennessee on April 22nd, 2023. For more details, visit MissOvercomer.com. Tawana Lowry, welcome to the By His Grace podcast. I am so excited to have you on the show today. We are going to talk about Miss Overcomer, which is a topic that is near and dear to my heart as well as it is to your heart. And we've had several conversations about what it means to be an overcomer. But I wanted to bring you on the show today because you're doing some really amazing things with this organization that you have started called Miss Overcomer and you've got curriculum and events and we're going to get into all of that. But first, welcome and let's just dive right in and tell us what is the heart behind Miss Overcomer? Well, Misty, first of all, thank you so much. It's a pleasure and an honor to be on the podcast with you today. And I am the executive director of Miss Overcomer Global, and we exist to be a mentoring sisterhood, a global mentoring sisterhood to empower women of faith to lead, and I like to say capital L-E-A-D, with courage and calling so they can truly maximize and amplify their God-given purpose, their unique God-given purpose on this earth without apology and go forward to advance God's kingdom. I like to say it like this with their unique gifts and talents and with their God-inspired dreams and imaginations. 
Mm, I love that. That's so good. And you're so right. We are all uniquely gifted. God has specific works for each of us to do, works that he's created from before the foundation of the universe. And he can take all of the things in our life that don't make sense, the the triumphs, the tragedies, the struggles, all of the different pieces, and he's constantly conforming us into his image. And it's all part of his purpose and his plan for our lives. And and I don't know if you've seen this too, but there's been points in my life where like, God, this is not making any sense. Like why these things? I think you kind of have a similar story. Oh yes. For a large part of my life, what I went through made no sense. And that, that is part of how Miss Overcomer came to be that, that describes the birth of Miss Overcomer. And um, I'm happy to share that for a second, but basically, you know, I had experienced 30 plus years of just one tragedy after another, after another. And, you know, when it's happening, and I, I think of it like this, when God is, is crafting together the mosaic you don't really see it for what it is because the pieces are disconnected. And for much of my life, that's how it felt. But one tragedy after another, after another, and it kind of culminated into this trifecta of what I call a trifecta of grief, where both of my parents died back to back. And and that was devastating to me. And so basically what it was, it was just another blow on top of the other uh, difficulties that I had experienced, which, you know, began with being raised in domestic violence and then uh, having a mother who was um, addicted and being date raped at 15, a forced abortion, living below the poverty line, single motherhood, and just all these different things. And then having all that culminate together, it, it really just made me hit a wall. And I was a believer I love the Lord. I was spirit filled. And yet I got to this point where I didn't think I'd get, I could go on to your point, feeling things being disconnected and they don't make sense. And when you're in that space, it's really, really easy to give up, especially when you have so many things that are coming against you. You can't see the forest for the trees, right? That's right. And so I I was in that place. And I and I have to confess, I got to the point where I was ready to throw in the towel. And I pretty much told the Lord as such, I've, I've been through too much. I've gone through too much. I can't do it again. And I was so, so, so upset by everything that I had experienced <laughs> or had to overcome. I actually missed the point that I overcame it. Right. And, you know, that's, that's a big, big piece. Well, thankfully, the Lord was able to get my attention, grab me by the shirt collar and say, look, you actually overcame it. You're upset by a lot of these things. And I was. I was upset, Misty, and I was ashamed of it, to be honest with you. And I had gotten, like I said, so focused on it, I forgot the bigger picture. And he said, Tawana, you're missing the point. You actually did overcome it and you overcame it because I prepackaged you ahead of time with what you would need. And I, you know, we don't really realize it. That's right. That the Lord puts special things in us that he knows we're going to need at certain times of our life. Right. And so, you know, I'm, I'm tracking with everything you just said. The point of that is 
when he got my attention, it, it helped me shift my focus from being frustrated by the disconnected pieces. And then he says, Tawana, this is not disconnected pieces in your life. You're looking at it as a list of liabilities, things you're ashamed of, things you want to hide from, you're angry, blah, blah. He said, Tawana, that's your resume. Everything you went through and overcame, that's your resume. And, you know, Missy, it really changed my mind. Yeah, It started to make sense, right? And yeah. I couldn't deny it. And then he said, what are you going to do with it? <laughs> I was like, you know, uh, I don't know if this one second, but I said, God, I'm going to do something. And so, you know, that's kind of how Miss Overcomer started was with me making a decision. I'm going to do something with this. Now, look, I had a ton of pain to get over. I had a lot of things going on. And one of the biggest things for me was I had to reconnect or reclaim my courage. You know, and you've experienced this, and most women have experienced this. When you go through hardships, it makes you want to sit down. Well, and especially, a lot. yeah, especially I think when you've got some, some shame and some, you know, the enemy tries to use that against us to, to say, you're not qualified. Who do you think right. you are? Right. So there is definitely some mindset issues that have to be overcome. And you're right. It does take courage. It takes perseverance. It, it, it takes getting yourself back up when you've been knocked down. And that's one of the reasons why I love your organization, because you are all about empowering women to be courageous and to be all that the Lord has called them to no matter what they've been through. Yes, exactly. And what I like to say is we help women reclaim courage from wherever it's been stolen because you have to have courage in order to have hope and, and have those things going on in order for you to go on. And so I knew that I needed a sisterhood is what I was looking for basically. Yeah where I could reclaim my courage because look, it, it was roadkill at that point. It was really bad. <laughs> and <laughs> it was unrecognizable. And and then I needed to reconnect with my calling, Misty. You know, again, when women go through a lot of difficulty, they think if I've lost the, the spouse or if I've lost the marriage or if I've lost the house or I've lost the family, then I've lost my calling. And that's not true. But I had lost a lot, and I think I thought I'd lost my calling as well. So I needed to fall back in love with my calling and, and get back in touch with it. And then I was also looking for a sisterhood where I could be transparent about my pain. I had a lot of it, and I needed to be able to be honest about the shame. And I knew I needed those components to help me go forward. And I looked and looked for it, and unfortunately, I came up short. I'm sorry to say, I came up short. I couldn't find it. And so I said to myself, one day, you know, God had this fist in the air moment. One day, when I get to the other side of this, I'm going to become what I couldn't find in my time of need. Yeah. And that really is what Miss Overcomer is about. 
And I'm so thankful that the Lord allowed me to persevere during those disconnected times, during the years when things didn't make sense to get to a point where I was able to put all this together in a wonderful empowerment, courage reclaiming sisterhood of safety and transparency to help women get back in the game. I say we're getting off the bench and we're getting back in the game so that we can advance the kingdom together as a sisterhood, but uniquely, right? The way the Lord has called us. Absolutely. And we need everyone off the bench and on the field doing their thing in the kingdom right now. And so I absolutely love that about your empowering women to be all that they can be. And with all their flaws and failings and everything in spite of that, because God has good things for them. And one of the things that we've talked about in the past too is, you know, we're not in competition. God's pie, I always say God's pie is big enough to feed us all, right? He owns the the cattle on a thousand hills. And not only that, when we understand that he predestined this work for us to walk in. And so we may have a similar calling to one another. You and I have been through a lot of the similar things that that led me to write the Bible study, The Struggle is Real, But So Is God, which is all about overcoming and what the Word says. You took it a step further and created a sisterhood with it. But God had other things for me to do with podcasting and Spark Media and all of those things. And so even though we can have similarities in our callings and similarities in in what's what's happened in our past, God has a unique plan for each of us. And he's created us uniquely with unique giftings. And then there's different seasons of our lives too. So, you know, what I did as a, as a young woman and then a middle-aged woman, and now as an older woman, they're two, they're <laughs> all different things, right? And so I think it's right. important for, for women to understand their season. And one of the things that you talked about was, was the pain. And, you know, you've got to get past that pain in order to be able to walk in the fullness of what God has you. And one of the ways that we do that is we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And so the more we share our testimony, even the painful, difficult parts that we, we don't want to talk about being raped, right? Like that's not something that I enjoy talking about, but it's part of my story. And when I share Mm -hmm. it, then the enemy has no hold on me. As far as that goes, it allows the Lord to come in and bring freedom into those areas. Well, it's interesting you said that because people often ask me, what's your model? And I said, well, it's Revelation 12, 11. And and it's really true. We have built this ministry, whether it's the empowerment teams or the gatherings that we host at a regional, we've built it based on the two ways the Bible says we overcome the blood of the lamb, which I like to describe it as not just what the the power of the cross did for us in saving us and restoring us to the Father, but what the blood of the Lamb wants to do through us and in us, because the goal is to advance God's kingdom inwardly. And the more that happens and the more we go to the cross and the more we experience the resurrection, basically it's the sanctification process in a nutshell. But the more we do that, then the more our testimony is amplified and we really don't have to worry about having an an impact outwardly because it just happens. I like to tell my team and the women that come to the gatherings, look, when we walk in a room, things should change. 
Like the, the atmosphere should shift when we're in a situation, it should be different because we are bringing the kingdom of heaven into that space. And so as far as the word of our testimony, absolutely. In fact, when the women are in our empowerment teams, we take them through two phases of training. One is experiencing the sanctification, how the process, how do you experience the power of the cross in your everyday life, in your prayer life, et cetera. And then we actually coach them professionally on how to find their unique testimony, curate it and help them put it in a, in kind of a deliverable fashion. They may not ever have a microphone, but look, we are commanded to give an account for the hope that we have, right? Amen. And our testimony is how we do that. And I love what you just said, because when we are sharing our testimony, Misty, the enemy's got nothing on us. It is exactly just the raw praise and goodness of the Lord. Once I was blind, now I see. If you got a problem with it, I don't know what to say, right? <laughs> it is what it is. And here's the best part. <laughs> The power of a changed life changes lives. Amen. And when we're sharing our testimony, we're not arguing theology. We're not getting down in the mud. We're just saying, I once was lost and now I'm found. I once struggled with this and now I don't. And here's why. When women hear this kind of thing and they see it, it just elevates hope in their hearts so much. And they really do realize, look, Whatever I'm going through right now, if she overcame it, I can. If she got to the other side of that, I can. And that is absolutely, I think, it's the quintessential piece of, of building discipleship. Absolutely, I agree. And, and it's also a plan of the enemy to make us feel like we're alone, that we're the only ones who have been, you know, that nobody could possibly understand. But you're so right. When people realize I'm not the only one that has struggled with this or with that or has had that happen to me, it there's so much power in that, in that sisterhood. So let's right. let's talk a little bit more about you've got the two pieces. So you've got the empowerment piece. And so what does that look like specifically? And then we'll talk about your gatherings. Yeah. So the empowerment teams are, they're kind of on a semester track, but uh, they're, you could call them small groups, but they're a little more intense than that because we're very serious about making serious disciples for women. And so um, they're broken up into two pieces. They last anywhere from 90 to 120 days just kind of depending on the team. But the first piece is training. How do we pray the power of the cross? How do we experience the resurrection in all these different facets of our life? How do we overcome the things that have got us stuck sitting on the bench, has us in certain kind of thought patterns and, and life patterns and, and all these kinds of things? And so we take them through that training. I use my book called Five Easy Steps to Life-Changing Prayer, I'm a very practical person. I just believe in let's do something that works, right? And this worked for me. I needed to get off the bench in a hurry, and women want to get off the bench. The other thing it does is it helps women amplify the Father's voice because if you can hear your Father's voice louder than other voices, it's going to do a whole lot for you to empower you with courage, help you get reconnected to your calling, and realize you have a future. It's going to connect you to the heart of your Father. And so that's what the first part of the empowerment teams are designed to do. We meet in homes. Most of the women sit around dining room tables, and they just 
they have a wonderful time. One of the main things they share as far as the feedback is concerned is how safe they feel, how loved they feel, and that they know that they can share their heart, their fears, their their pain, their shame in a, in a manner that they're not going to be judged because everyone truly, truly wants them to get to the other side and really go for it, right? So that's the first part of it. And then the second part of the empowerment teams is about helping them develop their testimony. And the women absolutely love it because they're, they tell me, you know, I've just been wanting this for so long. I've got a great story. I just need some help, how to put it together, how to deliver it. And we take them through professional coaching to help them do that. Now, some of the women do go off and they do speaking and they'll speak at our gatherings. But the main point, Misty, is that when the Lord gives them opportunity to share the hope, the reason for the hope they have, they're ready. That's they're amazing. ready to do it. Yeah, because we're all called to go and make disciples. And so we do need to give an account for what the Lord has done. And you're right. No one can argue with your testimony because it's yours. It's what you've lived. Um, so I, right. I, I love that. And so, you can't mess it up. That's the other thing. You can't mess it up. <laughs> One lady was writing her story. She goes, I'm so nervous. I said, it's your story. You can't mess up your story. Don't worry about it. That's right. So, you know, and they love that. So, yeah. And so do you have, do you train? small group leaders or something because you said you gather like in homes around tables and I know that you've got this is a global organization so how do you set up your leaders to offer this in other places yeah so I take them through personal coaching with me and so for instance when we do gatherings we'll have them sign up on our hub the Miss Overcomer hub to let us know if they're interested in being a coach or if they're just interested in being in an empowerment team. And those who say I'm interested in being a coach, then I coach them. I take them through an intense coaching and then we partner them with an existing coach. So they co-lead. Typically the way it works is they go to a gathering, they get really inspired. They're like, I'm getting off the bench. I'm gonna quit making excuses. I'm ready to do this. And then I coach them, we partner them with a coach, then they co-lead a team, and then they get to lead a team. That's and then sometimes they actually speak at the gatherings too. Yeah, so that's just a beautiful picture of mentoring right there. So let's talk about the gatherings. I know you've got one coming up in the Nashville area, Franklin. I got a lot of peeps in Franklin. So shout out to my people in Franklin. So tell me about the gatherings in general, and then we'll get to the the, the upcoming gatherings. Yeah, so this is what I love to say, Misty, is that Miss Overcomer, we are a sisterhood of the least likely, determined to do the extraordinary because we love our king and we love advancing his kingdom. Amen. And so the thing that's beautiful about that is ordinary women with extraordinary stories stand up and share. And it is the most powerful thing I mean, I can't even put it into words how life-changing it is. I do a lot of teaching on how to amplify the Father's voice, how to overcome things like regret, things like how do you overcome being offended? How do you finally forgive this unforgivable person, right? So it's practical things that women need to be able to go forward. And then interspersed in the teaching, women stand up and give testimonies. Now, look, these things are powerful. They talk about addictions. They talk about adultery. They talk about suicide. They talk about all kinds of hard things that we're all out there trying to live 
with and overcome. And they're standing up so brave with so much courage, being so transparent. And, and the stories that they share absolutely change lives. And women say that it is the most uh, impactful women's event they've ever been to. They feel loved. They feel empowered, encouraged, and full of hope. And, and they're ready to go out and conquer the world. And I just love that. That's amazing. And, you know, just a note to our listeners here, you do all of this for free. You have a nonprofit. You do accept donations. You can bring your event to churches across the, the globe to empower the women there. But I love it that you just offer this for free to women. So we're, we're running out of time here. And I want you to make, I want you to tell everybody about what's happening in Franklin and tell them what happens the day the, before the event too because I think this is really cool. Oh, yes. So our event in Franklin is on April the 22nd. And you can go to MissOvercomer.com and sign up. It's free, free, free. MissOvercomer.com. Franklin, Tennessee, April 22nd. It's from 9 to 5. It's going to be life-changing. You're going to absolutely love it. And then the night before, we're getting together at 6.30 the night before in the parking garage, and we're doing something called Sing uh, Over Franklin, Praise in the Parking Lot. And we're just going to sing, just the women, no instruments. We're just going to sing worship songs to sing over Franklin and sing over our event. But you don't want to miss this. Again, you know, it's free. Freely we have received, freely we give. And so uh, I always say, get two tickets because every woman is a woman that needs to be encouraged. But it's April 22nd, Franklin, Tennessee, from 9 to 5. You can go to MissOvercomer.com, or much better than Miss America, MissOvercomer.com. <laughs> oh, yes, we have eternal impact. And uh, just grab grab a couple of uh, tickets, and, and let's just see you in that room, because amazing, powerful things are going to happen that day. Yeah, and we'll put all of this information in the show notes, because you also, you do these gatherings. You're going to have another one, I think, in the Alabama area. So y'all want to make sure that you get on the list for Miss Overcomer so that you can know about every event that they host in the future. So Tawana, thank you for all that you do to encourage and inspire women to be all that they can be, to glorify God and to make a kingdom impact in this day and this hour. So thank you so much for being here today, my friend. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining me today on By His Grace. I hope you've enjoyed listening and are encouraged by our guest today. I would love for you to visit my blog, mistyphilip.com, for more encouragement. You can find me on social media as Misty Philip, and I would love to connect with you there. 